0: Welcome to Make It Better, the podcast that wants to help you make this world a better place. One person at a time, one day at a time, one betterment at a time. I'm your host, Bruce Herrett. We're uh, broadcasting or recording, rather, here from Toronto, Canada, where it's a beautiful 19 degrees Celsius for our U.S. American listeners. That's about 70 degrees Fahrenheit. However you slice it, it's a beautiful day in Toronto. Um, On the board, We have Dave Warr, one of Canada's top voice recording producers. He's owner of DB Audio, the top spot for all your audio recording needs. In fact, at DB Audio, they enhance the power of media with vivid sound production. Not just any sound production, vivid. So that's dbaudio.ca. Ask for Dave War. That's the place to go. Check it out. Today, I'm very happy to have Peter Kelly with me on Make It Better. He started off as a client of mine. He's become a friend, a colleague, and a co-producer of a webcast that we do on LinkedIn from time to time. So it's really a pleasure to have you here, Peter. Welcome to Make It Better. Thank you so much for having me. Delighted to be here. Great. So today we're going to talk about making it better. And as I was saying to Peter before the show, we can make it better for the world in all kinds of ways through our business, through our family, through our friends, through our colleagues, just maybe somebody in a, that you smile to on the sidewalk. It's this, the little things I'm looking for that each individual can make the world a better place each day. Just before we get into the details, you're a passionate video storyteller. Can you tell our listeners what that means professionally for you? In a nutshell, I make videos
1: for people and for companies. And uh, I say I'm a video storyteller because if you tell the story of the person or the company, it connects with your potential audience and it's more engaging and it attracts people that align with your beliefs. So do you actually help your clients make more money? Absolutely. That's the goal. You're going to bring in more clients and you're going to have clients that you enjoy working with.
0: Well, as some of you know, I'm in the marketing business as a marketing coach myself. And there's an old saying, they have to know like and trust you. And what I find about a good video like Peter Kelly Media makes is that within 60 seconds, sometimes within the first 15 seconds, they can start to know, like and trust you, which is very difficult in text or copy and difficult with a photograph. But it's like the power of television has been brought to the Internet, these little homemade uh, videos and everybody has an iPhone. you ever use an iPhone?
1: I specifically went out and got a Google uh, Pixel phone to shoot with. And it's the nicest camera I I own. I do rent the high end stuff when a project requires it. But for my day to day use, I'm using a a Google Pixel because at the time that I got it, it was the top ranked uh, camera phone. Cool.
0: So we've talked a bit about how you help your clients how you make it better for your clients. Obviously, they're going to attract more prospects. They might get more business and more money and all that. Is there anything in your background from your where you were raised or the values that your parents instilled in you that helped you over your lifetime make it better for other people? Absolutely. Absolutely. My parents kind of
1: drilled into me that if you've got the opportunity to help somebody, you take it. My dad was, was very big on, it's only going to be a few minutes. I remember grumbling about doing something and he's like, Peter, this is only going to take a few minutes and look at the benefit it's going to have for somebody else. And my parents are very active in, in several charities. I'm constantly still like 40, 43 years later, I'm still getting phone calls. Hey, can you help me? and uh, I'll hop in the car and we'll go for a drive and pick up something for a charity and then drop it off. Yeah, it was from a very early age. If you can put forth a little bit of effort that will benefit people in a big way, then I was very clear. I am to make that little bit of effort.
0: And you stuck with that through your life. So you don't always need your parents now at your age. So give us a few examples of the kinds of charitable things you've done over your life uh, of your own initiative. I say
1: training and mentoring, Um, I found that in the industry I'm in, that's gone away. When I entered the TV and video world, there was a very big mentorship uh, component. I was an assistant and the person who was the editor taught me for a variety of reasons went away. So kind of realized I've kind of taken it upon myself that when I have the opportunity and I've actually started talking to, about doing that on a, on a slightly bigger scale where I might actually bring in an apprentice, um, trying to work out how to, how to do that because mm-hmm. I've gotten a couple of gigs that, to be perfectly frank, I shouldn't have gotten for the project. They needed somebody with my skills But the content kind of dictated somebody with a different life experience should have gotten. And to be perfectly blunt, I'm a middle aged white guy, and I've worked on three different projects that were about Indigenous Canadians. And in every project, they would rather have had an actual Indigenous uh, person involved in the creation. And they did in some capacities, but I was brought in as an editor. And there just isn't uh, a selection of Indigenous people with
0: editing skills. I'm realizing it's time for me to step up. And take on an apprentice. I wonder if there's a way to connect your skills to some of the youth organizations in Toronto for Black and Indigenous youth who are looking for a career where they can make a go of it and be part of of the uh, industry here in Toronto.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things once you kind of realize to look for it, you see it that, oh, there isn't a lot of minorities behind the camera. Why is that? And what can I do to facilitate that?
0: Yeah, I dipped my toe in the film business starting last fall as an extra, and hopefully, once the business gets back in swing as an actor. And I did notice that the crew was predominantly white. And interestingly, because we were casting extras in Toronto, the extras were incredibly diverse. So, there are ways to make it better through charity. There are also ways to make it better just day to day. Is there anything you do day to day in your mindset? I joke that I'm lazy. <laughs> so if I'm taking over
1: something, if I'm doing anything, the person before me in the chain, I want them to make life as easy as possible for me. <laughs> and I learned very quickly about 20, 25 years ago that I need to reciprocate. So whatever I'm doing, I always like to think of who's the next person in this chain. So if it's at home and it's you know doing the dishes, you know, okay, who's going to be eating off this plate? So I need to do a proper job of cleaning this plate. My approach to work is very similar. If five extra minutes of work at my end saves the next person an hour of time, then you you just do that five minutes of work. And and I just look for those opportunities all the time because doing big charitable acts can be exhausting. You know, if you volunteer and you go out for a full day, like it's a commitment and there's absolutely a place for that. But there's also, where can I spend an extra five minutes? that makes life easier for the next person. Um, And I find that in my working relationships very easy to do. It's just to think about what the next person has to do and what can I do that makes their job easier.
0: And what about family? How do you help your family?
1: I think that the biggest thing I've done post COVID is to try to be the connector. I have a sister who was doing that kind of before that but she's now got an immediate family of her own and a daughter and a husband. So I'm trying to step up and be the guy that schedules the events. We're doing Zoom calls weekly now with the family. I'm the guy that makes sure is the time is scheduled and everybody, you know, we're actually having family time that, that you have to put forth a bit of an effort to do in these, in these times. We, we can't get together. You can't just say, come over at five o'clock on Sunday. It's a matter of scheduling. So I've become that guy, kind of
0: connecting the family. Are you using your calendar and your professional website? I see you've got Calendly. Do you use that or some other method?
1: Uh, Calendy is purely work-related. Google Calendar has been my go-to for everything. Mm -hmm. If it's not in my Google Calendar,
0: there's a good chance I'm going to forget about it. When this is all over, will you continue to be the person who gathers the family together in in real life, real time, do you think?
1: I think so. Partly uh, because I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. And partly because I kind of feel like it's my turn my sister did it for years, but she's got other priorities right now. Um, let her focus on, on her daughter. So I can, I can easily be the guy that, that organizes the family. And, and like I said, I'm enjoying it. Do you try to make it better
0: in, in the, when you're out and about doing things?
1: I, I mean, I try to. I think the most active thing there in the last year, I've started doing a network meetup event on a monthly basis. And the intention the day I decided to do it was purely selfish. I want to grow my network for, for business, but within a week, my focus changed to, okay, how can I help the people that are attending? How can I help their businesses? And it's a lot of indirect stuff. It's connecting people and it's, you know, organizing events. So I think I kind of became this appreciation for the amount of work I have to do to get my small business to run efficiently. I'm trying to do that for other people uh, where I see the opportunity. Even when there's no profit in it for you. Absolutely. People have been very kind to me. So the least I can do is pay it forward. People have asked me, you know, what can I do? And it's just like, just, just pay it forward. Mm. Don't worry about going back directly to me. Just help out the next person.
0: What about day to day when you're out at a store or walking on the street? Are you conscious of trying to make it better for fellow citizens? I remember a friend years ago making a
1: comment about it was like when you're on the public transit and it's full, look around. Like, Do you care about anyone else? Uh, on the bus, do you really care? And I'm like, yes, I do. Like if you have the opportunity to help somebody, if they're struggling to find a seat, they're, they're, they something like that, or even just a pleasant thought, you know, someone's clearly having a bad day. I've just sat there and I'm not going to say it was a prayer, but you have that moment of, I hope that
0: things pick up for them, centering some energy towards them. The thing that I learned from my mom was to open doors for people, regardless of their age or sex just let them go first, open the door at the store, wherever you are, hold the door for someone who's rushing for the elevator, have a quick listen before the door is closed. Somebody's running down the hall. One thing I try to do is I have a sense of humor, meaning that I can make people laugh, not just laugh at other people. And I know that's a gift. And I've had it since I was like, I would think I was a stand-up comic at three or four uh, shooting out the one-liners. What I do is when I see someone in a shop, for instance, or a store, who's bored with their job, their minimum wage, they're not happy. I endeavor to make them laugh, to brighten their day a bit. I'm not Pollyanna. I'm not, you know, the magic fairy that's going to sprinkle fairy dust on them and make their day, make their lives change. However, in that moment, when I make eye contact with a clerk, and if they have their badge on, I'll say. Cheryl, are you having a good day? And I'll smile and she'll say, not really. (laughs) And then we can laugh about it. And I think people just want to be seen and noticed. So when it's someone in a service position, whether it's a waiter, a clerk, anything like that, someone taking your ticket at the theater, I want to look them in the eye and say, thank you or whatever. And maybe be humorous if I can.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's the difference between telling somebody to smile and making them smile. Like do the take the action that that gets them to make the smile. The cashier will say, "How are you doing today?" I'll say, "Fine. How are you doing?" I'll actually hit the word you and like it's a genuine question. I'm not just regurgitating. And it's that you see them.
0: So making it better on the bigger scale, you've talked twice now about leverage Uh, with your father teaching that five minutes can mean a lot of time for someone else, a lot of saved time for someone else. You also said in business, if you can spend five minutes, that saves them several hours. What do you think are the things in the current climate of wanting to help Indigenous and Black minorities have a better place in our world, have more opportunity? What do you think are the small things that will be leveraged or have leverageability? Is that a word? Leverage, Leverageability. I'm still
1: sorting that out, to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's new. It's a lot of reflection at, at the moment, trying to figure out what it is I can do. How do I, how do I use it? And it's as simple as rather than just ranting and, and on social media, I've actually written my member of parliament and I've expressed concern about a couple of things, um, specifically with the pipelines and the indigenous people and how they're treated. I guess it's, it's using what, what power I have and trying to find the right places to exercise that. I think elected officials are a good starting place. And I think not enough of us are doing
0: that. Actually take that social media post
1: and turn it into an email.
0: So just to wrap things up for today, thank you, Peter Kelly, for being here today on today's show. I hope you've enjoyed our chat. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, I hope you listeners out there have enjoyed our conversation and maybe taking away something that'll be helpful to you. That's all the time we have today on Make It Better. Have a listen to all the episodes. You can find it on all of those platforms, wherever wonderful podcasts are listened to. And that includes anchor.fm. So until next time, make it better.